Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and good night, wherever you are around the globe. And thank you for joining me on the latest edition of Grey Wolf Wrestling. My name is Nims Azor, and it's always fantastic to have your company. And just a reminder, too, you can check out all of the complete Grey Wolf offerings, not just the pro wrestling ones either, wherever you get your podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. But on this week's edition, it's a bit of a thrill for me because it's the first time I've ever chatted to this superstar. We speak to Finn Balor, the NXT champion. Now, we had a chat via Zoom, so please excuse the audio quality. But without further ado, here's my chat with Finn Balor. Names, thanks very much for having me on, man. It's good to talk to you too. Uh, well, Finn, let's get straight to the, let's cut straight to the chase because the last time that you were an NXT champion, it was a very different looking NXT. Um, you were, in fact, pretty much the face of the brand, and you had such modern day classics with uh, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, all who will no doubt future Hall of Famers like yourself. But uh, now the NXT that you're in is a lot different. You're now on cable TV. You've got uh, you've got to be a different Finn Balor to the one that previously was champion. How do you feel about having that added responsibility and that added spotlight, especially with a, a superstar of your caliber? Uh, yeah, as you said, NXT is very different. Uh, I feel like in that first run at NXT, it was very much a us against the world mentality of you know trying to build a brand and you know establish ourselves as, as stars. And then I feel like, you know, in the last four years, NXT has evolved from, you know, very much what was, you know, kind of the beginning of a brand into a very established uh, promotion. And, uh, you know, I think that's thanks to like all the guys that are there now, you know, they've helped evolve it over the last three years to like Sachampa, Gargano, you know, Cole, all these guys. So, you know, they've put in a lot of hard work over the last couple of years to kind of develop NXT into what it is now. Obviously me from a personal standpoint, I've changed a lot in that time too, and uh, I feel like I'm more well equipped right now to uh, to maybe mentally be the leader of the brand in the sense of at the time you're kind of doing what you're told and kind of trying to please everybody and not necessarily please yourself. Uh, so right now I'm, I'm in a very good mindset where you know I have that self-confidence to you know go out and do exactly what I want to do and not worry about you know what is good for you know the brand what's good for the marketing department what's good for the merchandise department and really I just want to do what's good for me so uh, that's definitely something that's going to help make this reign as NXT champion very different than the last reign as NXT champion. Well, it was an absolute classic that you had with Adam Cole at NXT Super Tuesday too. But uh, obviously, the Raw and SmackDown chapters of your career are, you know, they're in the past at the moment. But uh, what were some of your favorite matches during that time? Because uh, you did have a rather impressive run there and held multiple championship gold as well. Yeah, uh, you know, I had a great time at Raw, great time at SmackDown. Uh, you know, had some really great matches. I always loved the matches with Baron Corbin. I know that might kind of come out of kind of left field for a lot of people, but you know, being in there with him, that was, that was some of my favorite nights. Bobby Lashley, I think I had some great matches with him. Uh, obviously, you can you know talk about the AJ match. A lot of people give that you know uh, a lot a lot of uh, praise, but you know, for me, every night getting in the ring was a challenge at Raw and at SmackDown. But I feel like that how frequently we were doing it and how frequently I was, you know, in the ring against kind of the same set of guys. You know, I wasn't 
really been pushed to the limits, you know, on that kind of third year. So I felt like it was time to make the move to NXT and kind of get challenged by, you know, a fresh set of opponents in, you know, Gargano, Cole, Riddle, all these guys, Damian Priest. So it was a, it was very much a selfish move in a sense that, you know, I wanted to challenge myself, uh, take myself out of the comfort zone and, you know, feel something new in the ring. NXT does seem to be the sort of the real concentrated sports entertainment fans product and we saw how rejuvenated Charlotte was ill in the year taking on Rhea Ripley. It's done the exact same thing for yourself. There's just another notch that uh, superstars go from Raw um, but when they're in the NXT environment they just really really kick it up a couple of uh, octaves but um, who do you think Raw and Smackdown wise could really benefit coming down to NXT? Yeah, well, I think, honestly, everyone on the roster, I think, could be at an advantage coming to, to NXT. And I feel like, you know, it's a different it's a, it's a different style. It's not something that's completely unfamiliar to, to WWE superstars, but it's very different. The talents, uh, you know, push themselves every single night to the limits, as they do on Raw and SmackDown. But I feel like there's definitely a very organic feel in NXT. And with regards to who would benefit or not, you know, what I would love is to get Randy Orton in NXT for what he could bring to the brand and what, you know, the NXT uh, superstars could learn from him. Uh, you know, someone who, you know, a lot of us look up to in the locker room, uh, someone who is a, you know, incredible professional in and out of the ring and someone, you know, who's kind of set the bar for what a WWE superstar should be, you know, over the last 10 years. So if we could get Randy down, I think it would take NXT to the next level. Now, NXT seems to also be filling up with a lot of uh, my countrymen. There's a lot of Australians in NXT right now. I mentioned Rhea Ripley, um, but someone that's really, at least I've noticed, jump out in the past uh, couple of episodes of NXT has been Bronson Reed. I mean, he's someone that just looks like, uh, he, he doesn't look like your typical WWE superstar, but uh, what are some of your thoughts about Bronson Reed? And have you ever thought about maybe uh, um, him as a potential opponent or what it might be like to go against him in the ring considering the fact that it would be a hell of a clash of styles yeah he's a he's a big boy and you know we got a we got a lot of mutual friends you know over my career Mikey Nichols Hartley Jackson these are two, two of my best friends you know from from the dojo days and uh, you know obviously he's he's well uh, well connected with those guys he's really stepped up in the last couple of weeks uh, and, you know, I think it's been a long time coming. He has all the tools to be in a future NXT champion. And uh, if it's sooner or later, we'll, that will remain to be seen. But, um, you know, he, he's doing great stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm very happy for him. You mentioned the NXT championship there. We, we saw this year at WrestleMania, the NXT Women's Championship defended on the grandest stage of it all. Uh, we haven't yet seen the NXT championship uh defended at a WrestleMania. Would it be one of your goals to maybe defend that title on the grandest stage of them all? Yeah, of course. You know, I'm all for uh, for doing new stuff. I'm all for, you know, creating history. But um, I feel what's important is what's best for NXT and not necessarily what's best for WrestleMania. And, you know, we have NXT TakeOver at WrestleMania weekend, so I really feel like the, the NXT title should be defended on that, whether it's defended the night after 
at WrestleMania as well. You know, that's something that I'm definitely up for the challenge. You know, if I can go back to back nights with back to back defenses, that would something that would really establish me as uh, as champion. So that remains to be seen. But whatever whatever's best for the title, that's that's what I'm willing to do. It's uh, obviously a very odd time uh, across the world, but a lot of countries are in various states of. Uh, disarray and things like that but one thing that has been a real constant at least for me and a lot of fans in Australia is we still feel very connected to uh, the WWE product seeing NXT seeing Raw seeing Smackdown seeing performers that we know and love on a fairly regular basis doing uh, what you guys do best has really sort of gotten us by but uh, for someone like yourself whose family is very far away there's a lot of Australian superstars and international superstars there now that are also very far from your families how has still performing and still wrestling uh, helped you not just physically but mentally as well yeah uh, great point you know obviously there's a, a lot of hardship in the world right now and you know a lot of people going through some terrible terrible times and you know I know the Australian talent are in the same predicament as me that, you know, my family are in Ireland. I haven't seen them since uh, last Christmas. But, you know, the fact that, you know, WWE have been so constant and the fact, that, you know, we've continued to put out, you know, uh, shows every single week through quarantine, through this whole uh, pandemic is, you know, credit to WWE. I'm very proud to be involved in, in the company at this time. I feel like the company's grown from this. We're learning from this. I feel like when the world goes back to normal or in any kind of normality, uh, I feel like you know the, the company will be a lot in a lot stronger position than it was beforehand. And uh, you know, hopefully, uh, when that happens, we can all travel again. We can all go home and see our families. But right now, it's uh, it's very much eyes on the prize. I'm the NXT champion, and that's the most important thing right now. Uh, before I let you go, Finn, um, you are a very highly decorated superstar in terms of the accomplishments that you've done, not just inside the WWE, but outside as well. There just seems to be so much stuff that has been crossed off your list of accomplishments. What's left for you to do? Because at some point in time, you're going to have to hang up those boots. But what are some of the goals that you'd like to achieve before that day arrives? I'd like to win a Royal Rumble. <laughs> that's one. That's one. I've only been in one Royal Rumble in my career. I lasted, I think, 58 minutes, and uh, came down to like the final four. But um, yeah, I would love to to win a Royal Rumble and, and go on to WrestleMania. We'd love to see that as well, too, man. Look, uh, this last one isn't a question; it's more of a statement. But the, <laughs> the day you jumped on board in NXT when you made your debut with Hideo Itami. I absolutely lost my mind. Everyone, I was watching with my friends on the couch on the WWE Network, and we all just pointed at our screens, just went, he's here, he's here. <laughs> so from a personal standpoint, man, I want to say how much we really appreciate uh, all that you've done for us in, with your time in the WWE Universe. And hopefully there's plenty, plenty more years of that to come. Names, I'm feeling good. Uh, you know, it's been 20 years of doing this. I'm having a blast. Hopefully I can last another 10. Hopefully we can create some more memories and uh, hopefully I'll get down to Australia soon and see all, see all you guys. It's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you so much for giving all me right. some of your time and all the best, man. And uh, keep, uh, keep that good fight going on. All right, cheers, brother. Our big thank you to Finn Balor for joining us on Grey Wolf Wrestling. The Grey Wolf Network is firing on all cylinders. If you're a wrestling fan, make sure you check out the archives. If you'd like to see more of us, 
Give us the old five-star review and make sure you share the love. Like us on the socials too, Grey Wolf ENT. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure to check out the other offerings from Grey Wolf Entertainment, as I said. AFL, music, pop culture, we have got it all. So give us a follow. We appreciate the love. And wrestling fans, keep your eyes peeled out for a new episode of Reliving the War. Summer and I will check out how the WWF returned fire after a mega fall brawl in 96. And the only way to get it is by subscribing to the Grey Wolf Entertainment Podcast on your podcast platform of choice. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. GreyWolfEntertainment.net.